a slave ship. One of those old Roman galleys where the big fat guy with no shirt and sweaty man boobs is banging on one of those drums and all the slaves are just rowing and rowing. Now imagine you're hearing impeachment, impeachment, impeachment. That's what it is. The Democrats are rowing the ship of impeachment and they're not going to stop. They're not going to stop. I'm so glad it's almost over. I'm so glad it's going to the Senate. They're having the fight over the witnesses. I'm ready for it to be done. Welcome to the Loftus Party. We got such a show. We have such a big show. We're going to be talking, uh, of course, about impeachment, but the Liz Warren, Bernie Sanders thing. We're going to be talking about that that Lev uh, Parnas guy trying to use his get-out-of-jail-free card. There's so much to talk about. The Meghan Markle, the Meg set of it all. It's going to be a great show. How you feeling over there on the south side of life? Liberty Gypsy. It's it's a lazy day over here, I tell you. I've been trying to stay away from politics all day because I was inundated with it all week. But now i got to do this podcast with you. Yeah, you have to. <laughs> you have to. I am... I am rocking. I'm rocking my Target pajama pants. I'm rocking my Target. I got like this janky, like fleece robe that I got for like seven dollars. It's the best thing ever. It's so comfortable. Uh, however, it doesn't like my coffee cup. It doesn't like the microphone, and it doesn't like my notebook. It's it continues to attack them. So I might. I'm actually thinking about. I'm not even kidding. Like taking a pair of scissors and making. A short sleeve robe. Has oh my god! Ever done that? Like I wouldn't go totally sleeveless. I wouldn't go full Larry the Cable guy. Right, here's what I do, y'all. I just take a pair of scissors and cut off the sleeves off my robe. I still get the pockets and the. I, I'm, as I'm saying it out loud, I think it's a legit invention. A short sleeve robe. Come on now. It's like a short sleeve button down shirt. It's just wrong. Those are ridiculous, and no one looks cool <laughs> in those. No one Nobody. Cool. I've Nobody. never ever like if you want to go instant dork, like instant dork, short sleeve button down shirt. No one looks good. I challenge you, America. I challenge you, Australia. You know what we should do? As I was what? saying that, I, I know on uh, on YouTube I can see like we have people who watch uh, Loftus Party uh, comedy videos. They watch them in Australia. They watch them in England. They watch them in Iceland. All over the place. I wonder if uh, we could do that with the the podcast. And find out uh, where where our far flung listeners are. I think we can. That would be great. Like if you're list- if you're uh, like on a base, you know, living somewhere. I know we got some. I know for a fact we have some downloads over in Hong Kong because I've got my super secret sources. I get the inside scoop on Hong Kong people because I got people in Hong Kong. All right, I can't even remember what we were talking about. I was actually you destroying your robe. That my, me destroying my robe. I, you know, I've taken, and this is a, this is another one that I've done, and I actually stole this idea uh, from Johnny Depp. Maybe it's like my torso's too small or something. I seem like I, like I'm, I'm not freakishly out of wonk. You know, like you see people who leg their legs are just damn that those that's too long. It's freakishly long, or your torso's too big, and you're like, I seem like my proportions are okay. My proportions are okay. Whenever I buy a flannel shirt, they're so freaking long. They're so, it's, I swear, it's like, seriously. Put a belt on it and it's a dress? I'm not even kidding. I'm like a <laughs> Scotsman all of a sudden. 
I'm like a, a cheerleader from the 90s. So I saw Johnny Depp did this one time. Like, he literally just took a pair of scissors and cut off the bottom of his shirt. And I'm like, that's the best idea ever. That's the best idea ever. And it looks like it's kind of grungy. You know, you look like you're mm-hmm. from the 90s. But I'm thinking after this, I might run to Target and buy a flannel shirt and a pair just of scissors. Cut it off. And just have at it. That's my fashion sense. That's my fashion there you go. sense. I will buy a shirt and and fix it with scissors. If you do that and you don't show up on Fox and Friends in your in your altered flannel shirt, it's over. Oh, no, they. No, I I already get grief. I already get grief. Like I'm I'm actually show thinking, up on the five and see what Dana thinks. <laughs> oh lord. She would. She wouldn't even say a word. She's so nice. She'd just look at me and I'd go, "What? Oh, is it the shirt?" She'd go, "No, no, no. You look great." And then. It would, <laughs> and Jesse would just torpedo you, but it would be no, it would be bad because oh my, who was I on the last time when I was on like a, a couple months ago or whatever? Oh, what's her name? What's her name? Like we're sitting in the green room and I'm looking over my talking points and stuff, and she grabs uh, a, we're getting ready to go do Jesse Water Show, and she looks fantastic. She looks like a million dollars, Katie Pavlich. Katie mm-hmm. Pavlich. She looks like a million bucks plus change. And she gets up and she grabs a dress and she's like, I guess I got to change now. And I'm like, what? You look, you look great. And she's like, no, no, no. I ha- you have to change outfits. You ha- have to change outfits. I get so many people on Twitter. So like, I'm like, and I'm looking, I'm wearing blue jeans, a t-shirt and, and, I'm, and I'm like, oh, a jacket. And I'm like, I have worn this. I have worn this on three shows today. <laughs> I've worn it on three. And, and I ain't changing. Yeah, I, I felt horrible. I'm like, I don't know protocol. I don't know yeah, protocol. But it's different for girls. They notice with the women. They don't really. I couldn't tell you what Jesse Waters was wearing the last time I saw him on the five. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Girls get ripped off. Girls get ripped off. It's uh, like at the dry cleaner. It's horrible. I, and they, they they just had a women's march. Let's. This is a good one. They just had a women's march. I don't yeah, know. I how. didn't even know. I didn't I, even know what was happening. I did because I was looking for a subject. Uh, I was looking to make a video yesterday. You got to go look at the video, Impeachment the Movie. It's some of, literally, it's some of my best work yet. I'm not even kidding. We'll circle back around to that. But the Women's March, uh, in fact, I wrote it down. I have so many stupid notebooks. But, like, the things they're marching for, they weren't even, like, women's issues. They're they're marching for, like, the environment and they're marching for greenhouse gas emissions and they're and I'm like are any of these like women's issues no. like way down on the list was like reproductive rights and then you know I, I I call it something completely different than the women's march so yeah and here's what uh here's what do you call it I call it the pro abortion anti-semitic intersectional yeah. Radical third wave feminism march. Yes, I think we're on to wave four now. I think three was bad. Fourth wave is supposed to bring us back to normal. We're like at the very peak third wave, I think. Oof, I don't like it. Here's what there was some woman who dyed her hair like Crayola Red, who was screaming and very proud of herself. She has like 300,000 followers, and I couldn't even tell you her name. And I she looks she's, so ridiculous. It's like I seriously, girls get I think a she's, therapist and a hairdresser. A reporter for the BBC. I think she's like some kind of a correspondent. I'm not even kidding. 
Okay, who had, our president is is none of your effing business then. Um, and, oh my gosh, that I saw. I'm, it's the I know the video you're talking about. She's out there with her red hair. She Both looks like little fingers in the air, so edgy. Right, but she looks like uh, like if if you took the grandma from the Adams family, colorized it, and just went hardcore with the red. And she's just got both middle fingers up, and she's like, "F this, and f that, and f this, and f that, and f this, and f." So and it's like, I get it, I get it. Why is this video two minutes long? And then she starts to repeat herself, "F the patriarchy," because the patriarchy. Boring. Like, Here's honey, what those. There is no patriarchy. There's a reason men don't come near you. Oh, like, seriously. I yeah. Uh, somebody's somebody's into it. Somebody's I thought she it. looked like Raggedy Ann all grown up. Well, and chunky. I don't think Raggedy Ann would grow up to be that big. That 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 girl was thick. But I guarantee. I guarantee. See when you when you put it out when you throw it out there that hard when you throw it out that hard with the red hair and the and the rings and the hardcore attitude. Uh, I guarantee there's some soy boy just waiting to go. Oh, well, I'm about. I'd like to test. I'd like to touch your breast now, if I, if that's okay with you. That's fine. It's just like the worst encounter ever. Here's what those girls should have been marching for: dry cleaner rights. Dry cleaner rights. Women get ripped off, and this is the one. And I'm, I, as I'm saying it. It started as a joke, but it's legit. Like, women, you get ripped off at the dry cleaner. I take in, mm-hmm. uh, a, like, a, a white shirt, like a white cotton shirt, and it's like 99 cents. A girl tank takes in a white cotton shirt, and it's like two ninety nine. Right? It's you insane. Know. Because they call it a blouse. And mm-hmm. you're like, if I was, uh, if I was a woman, uh, I'd be like, no, 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 that's my husband's. He wears my clothes. This is all like all you have to do is like my husband is a cross dresser. This is all his. This is all his. <laughs> but I mean, even a pair of slacks. If it's women's slacks, it's four dollars. If it's men's slacks, it's two dollars. Why I is that? Why is that? I actually that? bought a home dry cleaning kit when I was working full time just to That's just terrifying. to fix that problem. Was it a thing huh? you did in your dryer? Yeah. Oh, okay, that's fine. I just thought you were hanging stuff up in the kitchen and putting on one of those. No, 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 uh, no, no. It was, it was a kit you could use at home. It was a kit you could use at home, and you just did it in this big plastic bag in the dryer. Wow, that sounds mm-hmm. great. Did it work? Yeah. Yep. Why'd you stop? Because I don't wear clothes that need to be dry cleaned anymore. I work. And you know what that is? That is a giant flare of success. That mm-hmm. means you have arrived when you don't have to. I haven't been to the dry cleaner in years. Nope. <laughs> and I love it. And, nope. I, and here's what I discovered. I've, I've read. I don't even wear nice clothes. Like when we go to when we go to conferences and stuff, like when we go to CPAC, <laughs> I wear a pair of jeans, cowboy boots and, and a leather jacket. Well, that's fine. That's you great. got all these girls walking around in the Fox News dress. I'm like, you people, you just don't know how to live. Unless that's what, unless that's what gets their uh, wagon rocking. Like, hey, if, it's, guess, if you want to do that, if that's that all day and those spiky heels, it's like no, no, uh-uh. I, uh, yeah, that, well, it depends. As as long as you're comfortable and you and you feel good about yourself, I don't care if you're wearing a potato sack. I don't care if you're dressed up like Cinderella at the ball. But if you're gonna if you're gonna dress that way, don't complain. If you're going to a conference. 
and you're just totally glammed out uh, like a Disney princess in some toe crimper Japanese torture shoes. And then like two hours in, you're like, these shoes are killing my feet. What did you think, ho? What did did you you think was going to (laughs) happen? I don't know. We are on a tangent, but I embraced it. Well, but, but, but we promote but, this episode, we'll call it Women's March. Women's March. Because <laughs> it was kind of adjacent. Yeah, it was adjacent to everything this week. I literally, like, when I saw the hashtag, I'm like, one of those is happening? Well, mm-hmm. I guess it's not as big a deal since they got all anti-Semitic and stuff. <laughs> well, well, didn't they kick Linda Sarsour out? Didn't they, they did, but they replaced her with another anti-Semite. Oh, like they just, they can't, they can't, the radical left cannot shed that particular little problem. Well, the radical left, and it is the radical left, that is the problem. That is the problem. And uh, I'm all, it was funny, because like last week, you were saying that you were going to vote for uh, Bernie Sanders, you know, in the primary. In the primary. Guess who else said that today? Who? Hugh Hewitt said it on... <laughs> Man, you on you and you on Meet the Press. He was saying that because this is it's like, and he was very open and honest about it. He's like, Bernie is an authentic socialist. That Mm -hmm. is who he is. That's what. So I'm yeah. It's it's an open primary. It's an open primary in Virginia. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to vote for him. And they go, and then uh, what just do the host of Meet the Press is like, well, who are you going to vote for for president? And he's like, oh, Donald Trump. But he just wants a fair, he wants people to, to choose. Here is uh, yes. the Yes, I want left. a Here stark choice. Right. Yes. I want I thought, a stark choice. Are we going to be capitalist and, and go with the Constitution, or are we going to up ev- end everything, people? And for people yes. my age, the next, look at your 401k and vote in your best interest. Yes. So. How, it, but it's the radical, it's the radical left that is the the engine right now of the Democrat Party. That is yeah, the engine, the and that's why. And that's why Liz Warren and CNN. This is all my opinion, you guys. This is all. I'm not reporting facts. Don't ever uh, do that to me. This is all opinion. But uh, that's why uh, Liz Warren and CNN teamed up against Bernie Sanders. That was that was like a Soprano style hit they did on Bernie Sanders. I know, but it's so stupid. It is stupid. Like, if if you're going to pick somebody to take a swipe at Bernie Sanders, you don't pick the biggest liar in U.S. politics. Like, she lies when she doesn't have to. This is true. This is true. However, the like, like Spock uh, from Star Trek, just looking at it logically, it's worth it because it is uh, what they used to call... Uh, back in the day, uh, uh, it's like glue. It's like flypaper. It's once you open up the door, it doesn't matter if she's a liar. It doesn't matter all of it. Now the issue on the table is, you know, did you say it? Did you say a woman can't be president? Are you a sexist? It it just doesn't, it just, her background doesn't matter. And like, uh, that's what everyone's talking about, and then and shame and shame on CNN for boy they were they were really quick on the buzzer with showing that behind the scenes footage. Yeah, of, that was that her. was absolutely I think you called me. malpractice. You're on TV. 
when the red light goes off, they're done. Yeah. If your mic is still live, they don't get to publish that, right? You sign something to that agreement. Yeah. Hot yeah, Mike. What they Hot did Mike. was so wrong. And Bernie, he's been around the block because she went walking over to him. And if you look at the tape, she's oh. got her she's got her shoulders up. She's, she's got, got her, her elbows in. And her hands drunken. are clasped. Yeah, but no, but her hands are clasped together. She looks so subservient. She might as well have been a, a maid uh, from the 1880s in England. Can I get you another cup of tea? Miss? I think you called me. It I think you called me a liar on best. national TV. It was the most cynical ridiculous thing i have ever seen okay and and i'll just say this and i said it on on another podcast okay my my parents lived in massachusetts when when elizabeth warren won won her senate seat okay my mother went on like a podcast or a radio show or some kind of tv show on the local station and actually performed a song called liawatha way back then Okay, that's my mother. They like she has been lying her like her entire life. She lied about her father. She lied about getting fired when she was pregnant. She lied about sending her kids to public school. Like all of this stuff. And honestly, most of the people I've seen on both the right and the reasonable left are like, yeah, you know, she's just lying. This is ridiculous. Like yes. I don't think it played the way Warren and San or Warren and CNN wanted it to. No, because the mainstream is like, really, guys. Really? <laughs> However, it is like, uh, as they say on the streets, uh, shots fired. Like, you now know. It's like, okay, well, I guess CNN has their favorite. Absolutely, and, they have. And Elizabeth fired. Warren, uh, I guess she can't uh, She can't talk about, like, issues. She can't talk about policy. Yeah. She can't yeah. talk about taxes and stuff. She, this guy, he's a sexist. But good for Bernie. He's like, well, I don't want to talk about this the- now. If you want to talk about it later, we can talk about it later. I don't, not, not now. And then poor Tom Steyer. I know. I just wanted to say hi. Yeah, good for you. <laughs> good, whatever. Um, yeah, all yeah, right, whatever. But I mean, I'm sitting there as the whole thing is playing out, you know, on the video. Because I did not watch the debate. I'm just not going to invest two hours of my life in that kind of garbage. I look for yeah. the highlights. That's what yes. I do. So... I'm watching the video of this whole thing going down, and then she launches into that 100% rehearsed, predetermined dialogue about how she and Amy Klobuchar are the only ones who have won every election they've ever been in. That let me tell you, winning as a hilarious. Democrat in Massachusetts is really hard, Elizabeth. That's really hard. Shut up. <laughs> it was hilarious. Did we talk about this last week? No. When Elizabeth Warren was very earnestly looking into the camera and saying, of everyone on this stage, not one of them has beaten a Republican candidate in the last 30 years, except for the women. And then Bernie Sanders is like, I did it. And she's and she's like, but uh, I said 30 years ago, you, you didn't win, like, wasn't it, was that 1990? And Bernie's like, yeah, 30 years ago, it was 1990. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. It was like a, it was like a quadruple zinger because everybody looked at Bernie like, wait, what? No, you're an idiot because you didn't do that. And Elizabeth Warren's like, yeah, you're an idiot. You didn't do that. And he's like, yes, I did do that. No, it was back in 1990. Yeah, that was 30 years ago. It was hilarious. It was 20. hilarious. 30. You know what bums me out about the the, the Democrats really? And this is what I, uh, what I dug they about got nothing. Trump. 
They don't. And like no one is passionate. Oh, it's it's really only Bernie. It really is only Bernie. Like Elizabeth Warren has the fake passion, but you know she's just she's she's she selling snake so oil. Cynical and so rehearsed. But oh, like, look, I just got home. Or my husband just got home. I'm going to have a beer. Would you like to have a beer? That's not how that happens. Hey, honey, you're home. You want a beer? Yeah. She does <laughs> like you gotta believe it. You gotta believe what you're selling. And if no. you don't I, it just seems so oh, fraudulent. And it's like they all decided they were so close to Iowa. Like, okay, we're so close to the actual caucus and all that stuff. Everybody be cool. Everybody be cool. Let's not let's not go crazy with the attacks and all that stuff. Like nobody went for it. Nobody nobody like once I don't think anyone on that stage once differentiated themselves. The only person in this entire process who ever had a moment of differentiation was when Tulsi Gabbard went after Kamala Harris with both barrels. That's how you do these things. Yes. And just eliminated her. Eliminated her. Well, I remember she's not even that a person. Happened. <clears throat> but everybody's like, that was it. She just like completely sabotaged Kamala. And that was the end of Kamala. But like literally, if you're gonna if you're gonna I don't think I don't think Joe Biden really wants it. I really don't. No, I don't think I don't even think Bernie Sanders wants it. I really don't. I really don't. I think I think it's a did, grudge it's... match for Bernie. I feel I think he knows he got screwed in 2016. Yeah. But here's my here's my thing. Okay, number one, mm-hmm. it if it goes to a contested convention and Bernie is in the running in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and Bernie doesn't get it, that place is gonna burn. That is the How home of that? the radical left. How about that, dude? Is he in jail? No, but I'm here's saying that despite that dude. Oh, oh, here's what. Just so you know, uh, what what the what the Gimlet and I are talking about here. There was a guy who was like a the he was in the Bernie Sanders campaign. He was like mm-hmm. he was in charge of a state or a region or whatever. He's on uh, the team in Iowa. Yeah, but they got undercover video uh, saying if Bernie doesn't get it, then you know cities will burn. Will burn this place, and then I think that was the same guy. Saying that if Bernie were to become president, they would have to take Trump supporters and put them in re-education camps. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, really? You are armed. Go ahead. I'm just, and this is like, it's no uh, joke. But it's like when when we're doing this show and we're doing you know videos and articles and stuff. This is why we, we don't want socialism. Because uh, the person in charge in the in the present day might be a perfectly uh, lovely person, but it's the underlings that are bad that'll take over next, and the policies don't work. It goes like if 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 Ted Cruz would have had uh, someone who was in charge of helping him get reelected, Ted Cruz saying, "Hey, if you're a Hillary supporter, we're going to put you in a reeducation camp." That would be everywhere. the end. That would be the end. And but Bernie everything. Sanders, his his supporters can shoot up baseball fields and try to assassinate congressmen. Hey, well, you know, it's gun violence. What are you going to do? we got to tone down the rhetoric. Uh, hey, you're going to be put in a re-education camp. Well, you know, that he doesn't really wasn't on the team. I don't know if that kid got arrested or if he got fired or what. He's he not arrested. I, I don't know exactly what happened to him. But, I mean, I'm just sitting here looking at it like this. The DNC is never going to give it to Bernie. If it goes to a second round, that's when the superdelegates come in and they'll fix it the way the DNC wants it fixed. Mm-hmm. Right? 
Yeah. But if you think about Wisconsin, and you all recall that Scott Walker was the governor of Wisconsin, and they recalled him twice and were absolutely insane, that's what you're walking into for what is potentially the first contested convention on either party since 1952. I think that's a very, very, very good point. Mm-hmm. And I just want to take a moment and relish it like a freshly baked pie that was just delivered to our table. As we why? wait for that, because here's why. When Donald Trump, and this is the big difference, when Trump was going through the debates in the, the Republican primary, he was going for it every night. Every night that dude was swinging for the fences. I'm the best. I'm the best. He, he, he beat them all in the debates, held his own, did enough. He became president. And everyone said, oh, this is the end of the Republican Party. It's the end. It's the end. It's not the Republican. They, they all like, oh, gloom and doom, gloom and doom. But here we have uh, Trump still has he's doing everything we wanted him to do. He's doing yep. everything the conservatives wanted him to do. And I don't think the Republican Party has ever been stronger. It's always ironic to me, like a freshly baked apple pie, that this really could be the end of the Democrat Party as we know it. I think you could have a big division. You, th- this could be a split because I, I think that's I think you're spot on in your assessment. If it goes all the way and it's Bernie versus Joe Biden, there's no way they can let Bernie on that ticket. There's mm-hmm. no way they can let Bernie on that ticket because uh, a, a bunch of Democrats will stay home. They don't want socialism. And I think what you'll have is you'll have a third party. You'll have the, the socialist party that will be born out of it. And the Democrats will take a big hit. Well, this, one of, I honestly divide. believe I, I put out a little poll and I said, so if did we go into a contested. Huh? I said, did some dancing, did you see here? That was a comedic moment. Oh, you no, no, no. Put out P-O-L-L, a not P-O-L-L. Oh, okay. Please continue. And I asked I who I thought, who, who people thought were going, was going to run an independent campaign. Um, Bernie, if he lost, Bloomberg, if Bernie won, or Steyer, because he's arrogant. Mm-hmm. And it actually was Bloomberg, not Bernie, because Bernie caved and endorsed Hillary last time. Yes. I think he would still do that, and he said publicly, I will support whoever the nominee is. His base is going to lose their minds. Yes. Yes. And that's why I'm saying I I don't think Bernie really wants it. There's a lot you can always – it's – in a way, there's a lot of blessings that come – He just had a heart attack. Maybe he'd like to retire. Maybe he'd like to write another best-selling novel and be a multimillionaire and sit in one of his three houses and Mm – bang the snot out of his wife that took that college and took it out of business and the bank fraud and all that stuff. I really think it's, you can always, when you're number two, when you're the crazy guy on the outside and the odds are stacked against you, there's kind of, there's a very romantic notion to that. Like I, I keep trying, but they just won't let me, I keep trying and it's like, I'm going to nobly carry on. I'm going to nobly, Oh, I'm not popular, but I, I believe in these ideals. And I think chicks dig that. I think chicks dig it. They're like, oh, my man, he just keeps trying. But now he's in a thing where, wow, you could win. I don't think he wants to win at all. He wants to be he wants to be the hardworking guy who fights the man. Been in Congress for like 30 years and has never sponsored a piece of legislation that's passed. He's never been hardworking. I have that this too. I have this thing I put 
put out with a picture of Bernie Sanders and a picture of a white cat sitting on a recliner, and I say, one depends on you for everything they have, including their health care, and the other is your neighbor's cat. Bernie. Dude was kicked out of a commune. Yes. For not for not for not working. In, for not helping. Uh, there's yeah. so many I have I can't I don't want to get into this too much right now. But needless, uh, needless to say, some some friends of mine have done quite a bit of research into uh, Bernie's life mm-hmm. and uh, Bernie's background, and it is hilarious. Mm-hmm. It is hilarious, and that is why I say uh, there's this this romantic notion about being on the lone wolf up against the system, and then be careful what you wish for. Be careful what you wish for, because one day you'll be on the debate stage. And they'll be like, it's all yours, buddy. Oh, uh, I didn't really want to be here. Well, okay, I mean, the beautiful thing on. about it, the beautiful thing about it for me is mm. he's fighting with Elizabeth Warren. So now you've got this whole Never Warren movement, yes. right? So she is toxified even for the VP. So if the eventual nominee picks her, especially if it's Biden, because he's old and the vice president becomes very important, um, yes. all those people are going to stay home. All Bernie's uh, people are going to stay home anyway, right? Because they did last time, and 18% of them actually went and voted for Trump. There's, That's and they verified have a very, fact. And they have a very good reason. If, if, Bernie gets, if, if Bernie gets ripped off again, they have a very good reason to stay home, and they have a very good reason to want Trump uh, to win again because it has to get better before it gets worse. They have <clears> – <throat> I think it's, it's like my philosophy – on California, I don't want Trump to do anything with California. They, you bought you bought your tickets, ride the ride. It's got to get worse before it gets better. I could see a bunch of Bernie supporters uh, voting for Trump. Okay, you don't like Bernie? Have another have another four years of this animal. All right. And speaking of this animal, look what I did there. That's called a segue. If you're at home, write that down. Write that down. That's important. We got we got impeachment news. We got impeachment news. You got this guy, uh, what is that, Parnas, Lev Parnas? I have thoughts on that, so I'll let you go first. What a hunk. What a, this guy, it's it's hilarious. They act like uh, like he's some detective from uh, an Agatha Christie novel coming in the door with, wait, I've got new evidence. I've got new evidence when he's totally the Ukrainian version of Michael Cohen. Like, he's in trouble. He is in trouble. He does not want to go to jail. This is why you don't let, like, jailhouse snitches testify a lot. Because this guy wants a lighter sentence. So, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And, like, the, the hilarious, oh, I got a, I got a note that I wrote on a piece of stationery from a oh hotel. God, that was just ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I didn't write it yesterday. I was digging. I, I was Digging through my my briefcase and stuff, looking for hotel pads that I know I've stuck all over the place from all the times I've traveled, and I was yes. going to write some hella cool notes and post them on Twitter. I tell you, that's what do you know? I was going through one of my old pieces of luggage, and I happened to find this handwritten note from myself from a phone call I had with Rudy Giuliani, and he said Trump knows everything. Don't give Can I the ask money. a question? Yes, please. When you're writing yourself a note, who 
in the world has to tell themselves to work their magic. Yes. Oh my. That's why. And there's undated notes that cannot be corroborated and are not in a notebook that are clearly not contemporaneous. If it says exactly what you wanted to say, you should probably be a little suspicious. Yes, work your magic. I think that's like a, a that's like a, a note that uh, that Mark Wahlberg would have wrote himself in Boogie Nights. Like, don't forget, man, work your magic. Yeah, I know, but it's just like his English is also not his first language. Do you think he takes most of his notes in English or most of his notes in his first language? I yeah. Well, I when you. Uh, I decided to write the. My first instinct was to write the note in Russian, but then I thought, hmm, I might need this someday in a very important trial. So I decided to write in English. Did he put an exclam on magic? That would have been the best. Work your magic! Exclamation point. And then a heart oh and a God. smiley face. It was hilarious. All the, okay. Then Jerry Nadler at- was on Meet the Press. Jerry Nadler was on to Meet the Press. And at least Chuck Bye. Todd was asking him, was like, well, hey, if you have this guy testify, don't you think uh, Hunter Biden's going to need to testify? And and Jerry Nadler's like, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. That's his, it was his answer to everything. That's ridiculous. Hunter Biden has nothing to do with this. This is, he's a totally. Really? <laughs> and then, of course, uh, sleepy-eyed Chuck Todd didn't press him on it at all. Okay, whatever. You You keep going, Jerry. Keep going, baby. It was horrible. Oh my god! Yes. Can I just can I just say this? You yes. One side of the impeachment, the impeachment prosecution, and there's Adam Schiff and Jerry frickin' Nadler. I like to call him the Penguin. Okay. Yes. On the other side, you have Jay Sekulow, Ken Starr, Alan Dershowitz, and Pat Ciccoloni. It's just not even possible. That is... Nadler uh, and Jeff have not been in a courtroom in decades. No. And that is like... Mur- I think it was on... The, the old New York Yankees had murderers row in their batting lineup. It's right? like no matter who you pitch... No matter who you pitch to, that's a long ball hitter. That's a long ball. Oh, gay. I, I struck out uh, Babe Ruth. Who's up next? Lou Gehrig. <laughs> I I I want to see that. I want to see Dershowitz versus Nadler. I would love it. Oh no, I want Seculo. Oh, Jay Seculo? I love me some Jay Seculo. Seculo's good. Seculo's good on TV. He's wonderful on Hannity, but I've never seen a lot of pushback on Seculo. He's oh. always a He's, that's always a little bit of home cooking when he's on that hand. That dude has been in front of the Supreme Court 12 times. He's been in appellate courts hundreds of times. He's done international court, and he wins. I, I just was reminded of one night uh, I was watching Hannity, and it wasn't Seculo, but it was like Greg Jarrett and a couple of other lawyers and they're they're going. I forget who the other lawyer was, and it was oh Don. And this person was like, I think uh, I forget what the issue was. But I forget. Like Trump has not not been in trouble for the whole time. He's not not been in trouble. And they were like, well, accused well, Trump, of something Trump, that he didn't do. Right, right. Yeah. He's in. He's always in hot waters. With it. And these lawyers were like, well, he should plead the fifth. He should plead the fifth. And then, uh, and then it gets to Dershowitz, and he's like, absolutely not. 
if you plead the fifth, that opens the door to bit a bit and you just saw the light the lights come on on the, the rest of the legal panel, like, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> if you didn't great. do anything, you have no reason to plead the fifth. Yeah, and then I guess if you plead the fifth and it it opened up some other door, but it's like it was just great. It's like that's why Dershowitz that's why Dershowitz why Dershowitz is there to stop yes. people from screwing it up. Yeah, <laughs> don't panic. I know your first instinct is to plead the fifth, but don't. That's a trap. Here's what you want to do. It's just, it's fantastic. I well, can't he, wait to see it. He, Trump doesn't have to plead anything. He just has to say, I'm not testifying. Take me to court. Yeah. And then. Uh, I am not going wow. to testify in a trial where you have specified no crime. This is a policy difference. I'm not testifying. I will testify on behalf of the president because I'm going to go through my luggage and I'm pretty sure I have some old hotel stationery where I had I wrote myself some notes from Joe Biden and Hunter Biden. Make sure Hunter gets the cocaine and the check. Work your magic. Hilarious. So the okay, impeachment have thing. Have you seen have you seen the Ukrainian minister? who would have been the person that Lev Parnas supposedly gave these these messages to, and Christina Anamampour, or however you say her name on CNN. Yeah, Yana you seen that clip? There's the guy who would have been the in receipt of these messages, the foreign minister for Zelensky, going, I've never met the man, I've never talked to the man, and I personally <laughs> don't believe a word coming out of his mouth. Yeah. And then these guys, they produce these, oh, here's a photograph of Trump and the guy. Like, listen, and I lo- that's when I love it. I love it when the, when the pundits pretend like they've never been to a fundraiser. They've never seen, like, the yep. receiving line, like, everybody gets a photo. And if having a photo with someone proves you have intimate knowledge and you talk to them all the time, well, I'd like to show you some photographs of Bill Clinton and, uh, and Epstein. And, and I'd, I'd like, like to sh- show you some of Barack Obama and Louis Farrakhan. Yes. <laughs> So let's talk about photographs and photographic evidence. And it will be fun. Andrew and young women with their midriffs. This is this is a, a good another good segue. Write this down, you guys, because Liberty Gimlet said Prince Andrew and some young girls with with midriff. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go Prince Andrew. Take one step to royal family. Take one more step to Meghan Markle. And Prince Harry, and now we're going to talk about that. That's how you do. Seen the best meme on all this? Which one? One where the Queen's looking at the back of Markle's head, going, "Well, I've already planned a car wreck once." Oh, (laughs) I did not. I did not. I'm like, don't do that to the Queen. I love the Queen. It. This is just. It's bad, and it's tragic, and I, I. I really. Now I have to hope, I have to keep my fingers crossed that that Meghan and Prince Harry stick together. It's, to me... Oh, they have to. I, don't they? They do. So this is, and I'll just, I'll state it here publicly, I wrote in my notes, uh, you know, Meghan Markle, because I wanted to hotel. talk about that. Yes, from, the, from my hotel, Work My Magic. This is a sitcom. This is a sitcom. It is... You've got the the, the prince, uh, a former prince, a former duke or whatever. He marries this hottie from America. She convinces him, we got to get out. So he is so smitten with her 
they get out and now they're living in Canada, but they're not on the payroll anymore and they have to live like regular people. And she's a gold digger and she wants the finer things in life and he's regretting his decision. He seriously wants back in, but they're living in a little crappy house like in the outskirts of Ottawa. It's hilarious. It's like married with children meets Arthur. And then they, they're drinking like Miller Lights. They're it's, their lives are just going horribly. Wine in a box. I'm t- I think it's hilarious. I think it's hilarious. And he keeps, like, he has to, like, go do, like, car shows, you know? Like, hey, it's the grand opening of a uh, of a new auto dealership. And so he's going to go, but they've accidentally written the former, you know, the, the Duke of blah, blah, blah. And then, like, some security shows up, like, no, 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 you're no longer the Duke. You got to take that sign down. And then the owner of the dealership gets really pissed. I'm not paying you 100 bucks if you're not a Duke. And then she's like, $100? Baby, we need more money than that. Right. It's got sitcom written all over it. But if they get if they get divorced, if they get divorced, it's the worst thing ever. It's the and he's just like thing. Andrew. He comes crawling back. I guess so. And he Did can Andrew? never be the king. I mean, really, it, it, if he gets divorced, nothing is really any different. Prince William is the future king. He's got a beautiful and very poised wife, three lovely children, an heir and a spare. The queen is really set. Like, this doesn't really disrupt the whole royal plan at all. I, but here's what you don't want for the, for the line of secession for the, and for the continuation of the royal family. You don't want to establish this, I got my toe in the royals, I got my toe in the private, I got my toe. You can't bebop back and forth. You don't. Here's what you don't want. You don't want that attention on the money of it all. You don't want. Mm-hmm. You don't want people going around. Yeah, they do cost us a lot of money. That is maybe we should like downgrade it because they've already downgraded Queen Elizabeth. You, you beautiful lady, you. She I has. Her. I swear, she has done it. She has sacrificed everything. She oh. kept it going. She oh. kept it going. And and these these jackhole kids, she just must want to hit them. She just I would I would have smacked the crap out of them. I would have been like, okay, listen, how good is she in the sack? Like how good is like? There's other. When I there's other women. Call me call me stupid. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No. But like when they're getting married, I didn't know until like after they were married that she was biracial. I, they say like she you is. don't look at her and say, "Oh, she's biracial." Yeah, I, and like literally, they they. I mean, she's they, a pretty pretty girl, but I, gorgeous. I, I, like really, she just looks like she. I don't know. I think. Listen, she listen. She is. She's gorgeous. She is mm-hmm. easy on the eyes. She's and and he's definitely uh, smitten with her. Uh, I I hope it works out. I hope it works out, but I want to thank them for Seems the sitcom. Like pretty big I'm going to steps that. to take in something you might have wanted to discuss before you tied the knot. For real, and you cannot help thinking that it's the the when you get married and you're, oh you're in the papers, you're in the papers. Oh, you're doing this, they're doing that. The young couple's doing that. Oh, and look at the the giant carriage and oh it's so beautiful and it's just like and now the you know the 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 shine is off it. 
you got you got a baby, you're doing the thing, you're going to, you know, this orphanage, you're doing on this goodwill tour. It's not as sexy anymore. It's not as sexy anymore. And she wanted out. And she wanted out. And it just drives me like, honey, you knew what you knew what you were getting into. You knew what you were getting into. You know, now I don't know that she did. Kate Middleton did. She's from that strata in England. Yes. She had a much better idea. This chick yes. did not. Kate she Middleton. didn't understand what it was really like. It's Well, it's like Princess Diana. You know, you think you know, you think you know, but then the reality sets in and, uh, and yeah, all but, that I mean, stuff. Charles but was Kate around on her. I think that's different. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she came, but, I mean, her father was an earl. She came from that class of people. She knew exactly what she was getting into. She just didn't know that her husband was going to be a big old jackass. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. What was wrong there? What could he not have liked? Like, what the heck? There's a, a Broadway show. You see the I see the commercials for it every uh, Sunday morning. It's a Broadway show about Princess Diana. She was fine. And good for Kate Middleton. And good for you for knowing her name. Kate Middleton. Oh, I think she she's a, a very, very, uh, she always looks fabulous. William yes. definitely married. He, he overshot his coverage marrying her. I'm telling you. <laughs> he's, not, he's not the best looking dude in the world. Um, no, she's not. But she is very poised. She's very elegant. She is very, and you know, you see her with all three kids, and they look beautiful. And yeah, Kate Middleton. Mm-hmm. Middleton. She's the future. She's she's the princess. Yes, she is. Yes, she is. Okay, so um, that is wonderful stuff. What in the Sam Hill? Why am I? I'm on. Uh, oh, yeah. that is, I know Kate Middleton. I know who you're talking about now. She's adorable. Look at her Leon's go. wife. Yeah. Yeah. She's doing great. Mm-hmm. Ooh, here she is in a little. Uh, ooh. Kate Middleton. Rocking a little. Uh, I think she's every bit as pretty as Megan. Oh, indeed. And she looks, She's here she is in a little white bikini. That looks, she's adorable. Good for you, Kate Middleton. Okay, so, um, yeah. Can I make I get, fun of Justin Amash for about 30 seconds? As, as, once you remind me who uh, Justin Amash is, I should know that name, shouldn't Justin I? Justin Amash was the Republican member of the House who decided not to be a Republican anymore. What? He's oh, this kidding. happened weeks ago. He... He got Trump derangement syndrome like nobody's business. He's a, a libertarian-leaning Republican like Rand Paul, right? Yeah. And all of a sudden, you see him voting with the Democrats. And so something happened, and I don't remember exactly what the impetus for it was, and he's just like, I'm not a Republican anymore. And now you've got a bunch of Republican and conservative outlets saying, Oh, but he's a fiscal conservative. We should really put him back in Congress. No, you should not. And do you know why you should not? Because he voted for the articles of impeachment, thinking that Nancy Pelosi was going to name him a House manager and he would be part of taking down Trump. And then when she didn't, he voted present on sending the same articles he voted for to the Senate. That is Mm. cynical. That is just inconsistent, and that is just gross. I don't like him either. Ugh. I don't like him either. How do you vote either. for the articles of impeachment 
and then vote present on whether or not to send them to the Senate. He is a uh, he's a jackhole, and I don't like him. And uh, I, I so don't stop know what writing. Is... We should reelect him. We should not. No, no, yeah. Justin Amash. Justin Amash. Let me. I'm gonna Google that guy real quick and get away from this Kate Middleton in a white bikini page. Oh, I thought you were just gonna lean that up the rest of the podcast and it would kind of go downhill. Uh, no. Oh, this guy. He's a turd. He's a he's a turd. But how? Like, liter- How do you do that? I don't know. Yes, on the articles of impeachment, what that what the president did is so severe that we should send him to the Senate for a trial. That's what voting for the articles of impeachment says. Yes. Then you get to the vote to actually send them to the Senate, and he votes present. Are you having second thoughts? (laughs) What's that about? (laughs) Yes. I don't. I don't like him. Stupid. Stupid head. Any um, Republican that votes to have Lev Parnas come in as a witness uh, needs to leave. We need to replace them with an actual Republican. Yes. Me, yes. this is no different. This is no different than Diane Feinstein pulling a letter out of her back pocket as we're ready to vote for Kavanaugh going, but I have this letter and it's very disturbing. <laughs> right? She had that letter for months. They had this stuff since January 3rd, and they don't start drip-dripping it until they vote to send the stuff to the Senate. You all can just go scratch. I'm tired of your nonsense. Good for you. How many times do you want to be Kavanaugh? (laughs) And and it's, it's, uh, yeah, how many times do you want to be Kavanaugh? They're never going to stop. bombshell they try to pull out, we should all just laugh at them. Yeah, the commentators on Fox should ignore it. Republicans should ignore it and treat these people like the cynical, power-hungry nut jobs they actually are. And that's what it's all about. It is. Mm-hmm. It is about power. It's not about helping out your fellow man. That's the great thing that socialism nope. always wraps itself up as. Like, oh, listen, we all need to help. We all need to help. And if we all don't have our taxes, then we can't really help enough. And don't you want to help your fellow man? And then the money is wasted, and everyone's miserable, and then everyone needs help. It always oh, is a guy recipe in Bernie's disaster. Takes charge. Yes. Yes. And says if you don't like it, uh, then you are uh, you need to go to a re-education camp. It's just I've already picked FEMA camp number nine. It's in Northern California. I think that's where I want to go. <laughs> you want to go? Our buddy, north? our buddy Ordy's up there. He knows how to churn fresh butter and such. They might take away his wagon and his donkeys, but um, we'll still we'll still have fresh butter. So yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> So, uh, I, I want to talk more about the show that I'm writing on. We had our first week of, uh, of, of production, uh, last week. Oh no, we should listen. It, it doesn't really matter. It went very well. It went very well, uh, but the show's not going to get released. We're going to film all 10 episodes. We mm-hmm. did. We filmed an episode last week. This week, the cast is off. The writers will write. Uh, we're doing great. Everything's wonderful. But uh, I'll, we'll talk about that more later on in, in months. It's not going to get – these episodes won't drop, as the kids say. 
uh, until like September. So that's kind of boring. So I don't want to talk about that now. Oh, okay. Too much buildup. It is. It's like, yeah. it's like, wow, is he even telling the truth? Does he really, is maybe he has a girlfriend in Canada and she's a model that we never meet. We always hear about it. But we never see anything. I do want to talk a little bit. Yeah, what's Rosario Dawson going to do now? She'll get cast in something. She's a fine, fine, uh, she's a fine I actor. know, but she was going to be like a step away from first lady when she was with Cory Booker there. I really don't. Well, she was with... This is just uh, hearsay. Do we think Cory Booker's straight? Or do, do we think she was oh, just... Oh, no, no. But you didn't see that whole thing with TMZ about how she was just so in love with him. And they were just a perfect couple. You're never going to hear about her again as far as being Cory Booker's girlfriend. That's what we call a beard, lady and, ju- yeah. and gentlemen. Yeah, she will be... She'll be on an Amazon show or a Netflix show or something. She'll She'll book something again. We do have... Uh, and I'll put these on the website... Uh, soon, and I, I keep forgetting to do it, but now is the time. We're a little over a month away. The the Freedom to Laugh tour, we're going back out. Myself and Brian Hayner and Reno Collier, we might have a couple special surprise guests, but we're heading, uh, we're heading out next month. We're going to be doing some dates in Indiana, so go make sure you go to loftusparty.com uh, you know, because I know you guys are going there all the time and check in and look for the the new dates. Oh, there's Kate Kate Middleton not wearing. Oh, she's got a cute little bum. She's got an adorable little royal butt. I God, wanted to. I, um, I, I, I I've started something here. You have. Sorry. You have. She's, I'm sorry. She's, I I I'm I'm telling you right now. I'm telling. You know what I should do? <laughs> I'm gonna do this. Okay, so we've established. That she is a better royal than uh, than, than oh, Meghan totally. Markle. Totally. So far, so far, she's winning in the booty department too. That's a she is a runaway. She is a runaway favorite. If Let's, she hadn't been born to the aristocracy, she could have been a model or an actress. Oh, uh, absolutely, absolutely. She's a princess instead. Yes, and she's got a cute little booty. Good for you, Meghan. Uh, no, no, no. Kate. Oh, yeah, we are. Well, I'm, I'm saying we've established the baseline. Oh, okay. She's got a cute butt. I, I'm a big fan. So now we're going to go. Uh, we're going to look for Meghan Markle. Okay, Meghan Markle. Top she's in the rear ends now. Yes, we're going to compare and contrast. And um, we're the results are horrible. Well, the results are. Mm. Or, I'm gonna guess Megan's got a big butt, but no. Okay, here's one, but we don't know if that's Megan Markle. It is definitely. It could be her from behind in a blue. Okay, there. Uh, it's a tie. It's a tie. <laughs> I'm not buying it. No, she's got. She's wearing. She's like a little blue. Uh, see, I, I'm proud of my body, says Megan Markle, and then. I don't know if that's no, her. I got, I got one here. Nah. Okay, so it's a tie in that department. So Kate Middleton still wins for being cooler and sticking, uh, sticking through sticking it. Sticking it out. Doing what she said. St- yes, yes. When you okay. lose your zipper and the crack of your butt in a tight dress, it's just it's too much. I don't know. I don't know what photograph uh, you're looking at, but I, my sitcom. Forty-nine I, hottest Meghan Markle big butt pictures. She does not have a big butt, and I'll tell. In, I'll in tell these you pictures, this. yes, she does. 
they must be using some kind of weird filter on there because she's got a, a, a no, perfectly no. sized posterior. The the other thing, shoot me the link so I'll take a look at it. Um, so the Freedom to Laugh tour, we're we're going to be in Indiana uh, in February. That's great. the The Netflix show is going very well. We'll talk about that uh, more in the future, <clears throat> and then. We were th- we were talking a little bit about this before the show because one of the things I'm trying to do uh, like a live stream every Thursday night right around eight o'clock eight thirty Eastern time on the Facebook uh, because we talked about this last podcast or whatever so just to catch up to speed there's tens of thousands of us now it's fantastic and if everybody you know wanted to and everybody like oh, okay I can donate a buck to this a buck to that uh, we were talking about. Uh, what kind of charities? And I wanted to be a I, I wanted to be above board uh, with the money. Now, like let's say we go on Facebook, and I'm like, hey, you guys, uh, here's where I'm going to take the money. Like I don't want that to go into a the Loftus Party account at the bank because then it looks like income, and then there's taxes, and then oh, we raised ten thousand, but he only paid out seven, and I'm like, no, three of that was taxes. I, I don't even want I don't want any of that. I don't want any of that until I can figure out. Uh, the way to do it and like the the way the Loftus party uh, LLC uh, is set up. I got to talk to my accountant and see about, you know, charitable donations, all that stuff. I might've, I might've uh, been writing checks that I couldn't cash <laughs> as, as Dr. Phil used to say, your alligator mouth is biting more than you can chew. So what I'm thinking we, we should do that Facebook. And this is something that, uh, Gimlet, you were telling me about. Like, Facebook is already set up for this. So I can just kind of be the middleman on something. So here's what I'm thinking. Uh, I don't know if there's, like, a local volunteer uh, firefighter. Like, if we could do that. Because I think, like, if, you, if you're helping volunteer firefighters, you're also helping out the people whose homes they stop from burning and all that other stuff. And then you had an interesting idea, uh, Gypsy which was to uh, reach out to Gary Sinise because Sinise has a great foundation. And I think what he's doing is very cool with like, uh, you know, if if a kid loses a parent, you know, and overseas and serving the country, you know, he takes them to Disneyland. He takes them, you know, so they can forget their troubles for a little bit, have a little bit of magic in their life. So what I might do is I might uh, get the ball rolling on, on doing something like that because like like I was saying on the live stream a couple weeks ago, like I've never done this before. I've never uh, been in charge of a website. I've never been in charge of a charity. It's it's new ground. So just know uh, our hearts are in the right place, and uh, um, it's just a matter of the nuts and bolts of doing it. So I think that would be cool, though. I, I like the idea of uh, you know if it, if it's if it's a couple hundred bucks to have a, have a kid have a magical day at Disney. Then let's raise as much money as we can and help out as many kids uh, that we. Who doesn't want to help a kid, uh, especially go to Disney World or something? I feel very lonely. You feel very lonely. I do. It was very very quiet there. I'm like, wow. <laughs> I was I've just lost... letting you finish the charity thing. I thought I had lost you to uh, to Kate Middleton's bottom. I thought you were just no. Like I never looked at Kate's bottom. Gazing lovingly at at Megan's. Yeah. No. Uh, She's got a, she's, she's got a wonderful tan. And then, uh, so I think we, we might do something like that. 
Oh my goodness! And uh, shirts went out uh, for the for the patron people, for the nice. people on Patreon. Yeah, yeah. So hey, if you're up there in that 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 uh, that that I forget what tier it is. I came up with these goofy names for the tiers. But if you're if you're doing the uh, the Patreon thing, uh, leave leave a message, write an email, let me know what size you need, what color you want, and bing bang boom, I will make that happen. Oh. Um, and that's that's make you got to check out the video this week, you guys. You have to go. It's on theloftestparty.com. It's also at YouTube. They're still up to their shenanigans with the hey, we're taking away the monetization. Hey, we're putting it back. It just seems totally random. But make sure you check out this week's video. I want to know what you guys think about that. It is. It's a, It was a proud moment for me. It was a proud moment. I do these by myself. I do these. We used to have a person many, many moons ago uh, who would help out and he knew the green screen stuff. And then I was in New York, you know, working on Kevin Can Wait and he was in L.A. and then blah, 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 blah. So I'm literally doing these by myself and, uh, you know, with the lighting. And now we got a little bit more of a studio set up and I'm, there's going to be a backdrop. And there's all. This. So I really I, I love the feedback. I love the feedback. It's good for everything, everything, everything. Okay, that is our wonderful show. It's fantastic. I love the, I, I love the, I like this one. I like this one a lot. Well, I'm glad. <laughs> Good. What are, what is distracting I you? thought you it's liked like, them all. I do, but you know what? It's like, listen, it's like microwave popcorn. Some bags are really good and some bags are like, yeah, that's, that's good microwave popcorn. I'm going to be like, some of our shows uh, I listen. They're not. They're like my children, but they're not my children. So I can honestly say, "Ooh, that show that was okay." And then, like, then the shows like today, like I think that it felt good just doing it. And this maybe it just feels better when you're in your terry cloth robe or whatever. It looking is at and pictures, and of over your stuff, looking butt. at pictures, pictures. <laughs> I was just gonna. Yep. This is how stupid. How many episodes have we at, done? At, two, at almost three o'clock in the afternoon, no less. We have done over 200 episodes of this show. It never occurred to me. I can be looking at stuff on the laptop while we recorded. That's wow. how slow I am. Are you serious? I'm completely serious. Wow. I used to look stuff up on my phone. Like, if we were having a debate about something, I'm like, wait, I'll go check that out. That would Google something. I'm like, this is a, I have a better setup now. I got my laptop right here. But I'm not going to, listen, I, I shouldn't do this. I shouldn't be looking at Meghan Markle's butt. I shouldn't be looking at Kate, uh, little Pippa Middleton's uh, butt. It's cute butts. And that's, that's, that's my kryptonite. And they, I, I'll, like a, like a, uh, like a mosquito in a bug zapper. <laughs> oh, geez, Louise. And that's how you close a show, folks. <laughs> we'll see you next week.